Welcome to the I Work For Him Power Pod. I'm Michael Miracle, producer for I Work For Him, the voice of the faith and work movement. We are on mission to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. Each quick listening power pod is designed with you in mind and jam-packed with kingdom resources to help you connect your faith and work. How will this impact your workplace? Let's find out right now. The Pocket Testament League makes it easy for you and me to get the Word of God into the hands of coworkers, employees, neighbors, and friends. Check them out online, ptl.org. Molly Yoder, you brought us here to Lynchburg, Virginia to meet a man today. Tell us, who, who do you got and what are you expecting? Oh, I'm so excited today. We are going to be meeting and chatting with Mike Cook. He is uh, the founder of Strategic Doers. Uh, he's a Jesus follower, and we got connected. He's got a partner gospel with the Pocket Testament League that he's using we to love spread those, those partner yes, gospels. Yes, yes, So he's going to use that to spread the word about uh, the work that God's put in front of him. He's a third generation business guy here out of Lynchburg, Virginia, and just has a really cool God story and gets the I Work For Him nation and gets our work is our ministry. So you're going to have a blast talking with Mike today. To do or not to do, that's the battle of every Monday morning. Or is it that every morning, so often we just grin and bear going to work, doing our work, commuting in our work, that we miss all that God has put in front of us, the people, the opportunities to shine, the opportunities to learn. Along comes the idea that we should be strategic doers. Imagine if everything you did, from waking up in the morning to going to bed at night and everything along the way, imagine if all of it was done strategically. Imagine if every Christ follower who owned a business worked with that high level of intentionality and became a strategic doer for the kingdom. Today we're going to talk with Mike Cook from Strategic Doers to talk about living just that kind of life. Mike Cook, welcome to I Work For Him. Strategic Doers, where did that name come from? (laughs) Well, um, in my business life, I worked uh, for a little while as a salesperson for Nextel, the old walkie-talkie phones. I don't know yes. if you remember those back in 2000 in the early mm-hmm. days. They had great commercials. They did, yes. And one of their, <laughs> one of their great marketing things, um, our target client was a business owner who wants to get things done. And so they called us doers. Even on my business card, it said, Mike Cook, doer. And we were trying to get other people to become doers. And uh, we... And with the Blackberries and before the smartphones and all that, email on your phone and text and all that stuff in the early days, I think we've created a monster, and that's another topic for another day, of course, uh, now. but uh, We just put things in place that the Antichrist needs in order to take over the world, and we need him to come so that Jesus can come back. Yeah, so so be, okay. be careful with your smartphones. I'll just leave it at that. But uh, anyhow, uh, that concept of being a doer stuck with me, and uh, later on, as I was seeking to use my faith in the marketplace, in the business world, um, and really worrying about um, two big challenges that uh, business owners have. Uh, One is just how do I get it all done? Mm -hmm. Um, And that's a challenge that no matter what the business, no matter where you are, uh, what you're doing, there's always that challenge. There's never enough time to get it all done. Um, You know, I never have my kids never say, you know, we've played enough. Why don't you go get some work done, Dad? You know, something like that. So <laughs> there's always, there's just always just too much to do. And it's the challenge I hear from no matter what business owners I work with is time management and balance and, and those kind of things. Well, and neither of which are really, it's impossible to manage time. Time yes. does what it's going to do, whether we want it to do it or not. That's right. And mm-hmm. it's impossible to live in a balanced life. That's correct. Yes. Because it can't be done. I mean, our, our, our wheel is always going to have a flat side. Yes. 
Uh, balance also implies that uh, all things are equal. And even though we spend <laughs> a lot more time doing work, um, it's not equal. There's a lot of the important things that we don't spend as much time uh, in a day doing. So um, the concept of being strategic about what we do, um, not just working in your business, but working on your business. And so as I became a business coach, starting to really wrestle with those concepts and working with uh, business owners, that's where the strategic kind of uh, came from is we must be strategic about what it is that we're doing. The strategic is the compass, the working on, and the doer is the working in. Um, most of the business owners I work with, small business uh, owners, 10 or less employees, they don't have the luxury of having the big staff to just let them sit right. and think all day. At what point in time in your life did you realize that God loved business and created you as a business owner and that your work in business was just as important to him as that of a pastor or a missionary? Okay. Um, my family grew up, uh, well, I grew up in my family. Uh, we did uh, restaurant business, uh, fast food. Uh, we had, <laughs> That's rough. had Arby's franchises in oh. the area here. Wow. And uh, in uh, 1999, my grandfather was ready to retire, and he was ready to hand over the restaurants to my dad. Um, but my dad, at the same time, was receiving a call to missions. And so he chose to sell the restaurants, and we invested in rental properties instead, because that allowed him to be a self-supported missionary. That changed my path as well, because I was planning to be the third-generation guy to run the restaurants and, mm -hmm. and do all those things. Mm -hmm. um, so... My uh, my parents now are supported missionaries with rental properties, and that also we went into that business. I helped them manage them for a while, but uh, the Lord's been working had been working on me uh, even through all that to reach people in the business world. You know, my mission field, as you've heard, the 1040 window. That's where my parents work, and the you know the areas where they're the least reached people groups. My mission field is what Oz Hillman calls the nine to five window. Mm -hmm. uh, I want to reach people in the marketplace. Make a living, have a life. It, it, it seems like, you know, since God created the idea of work, that should be possible. Absolutely. Yet in our society today, that seems like those are that's an oxymoron, mm -hmm. that, it's in, that it is impossible. So what have you found in Scripture that points the way that that is possible? Mm. It's radio. You can't do that silent, <laughs> con <laughs> contemplative thought. Yeah. All right. Think about that one for a while. Okay. Martha, you had a question you wanted to ask. Well, I just, I mean, you think that that's the biggest thing that Christ followers struggle with in their in their business is just even figuring out how to get a compass or what to do with their business? Well, in the smaller business especially, it becomes another add-on to, mm. to most people. It's like I already got to worry about the family, the kids, and getting to work and the business and paying the mm -hmm. bills and all those things. And so that's just one more thing I've got to think about and add on top of, of everything else where um, what I talked with my clients mostly about is what I call an integrated life mm -hmm. uh, where we want to, uh, instead of the word balance, integrate, we want to integrate our faith throughout all aspects of life. And uh, more recently I've gone from calling myself a business coach to a leadership coach or whatever term mm -hmm. gets me in the door to the to the person there but the main thing is is it's not just about business or it's not just about family it's not it's about all of those things sure um especially us guys have a problem with that we tend to like to compartmentalize and change hats when we change locations things like that and you mean that's not 
always possible to do that to change a hat we so so anyway i know that you're you're delving back you're going into sarcastic this. i know i was going no, to but i'm not okay. gonna but but so it is impossible you, for man i mean you can't this segment of life thing comes natural to us yeah i mean it's yeah. good compartmentalized life. that's the way we we're just simple like that we but god <laughs> created us that way on yeah. purpose so that mm-hmm. we could segment war from feeding our families but mm-hmm. yet when it comes to living on our faith it needs to be intricated intricately connected within all of our lives mm-hmm. So give us like one one concept or one way that you help people to understand that it for it to be integrated. Well, it usually starts with um, most any coach, business coach, life coach, whatever it has the name mm-hmm. coach with it, um, is going to find someone usually in distress, in drama. Mm. That's uh, unfortunately, especially entrepreneurs, we don't call for help until we're really deep into yeah. it. It's not, you know, <laughs> it's, it's not when we're starting. You know, most yeah. of the clients I work with, are, we're in the manure pit. Yeah. We got three Waving seconds left. Is that what flag. you're saying? Exactly. They've been in business for two or three years and they're stuck. And it's not like a job you can just quit. I've invested money in this. I've rented space. Yeah. I've got a lease. I'm stuck. And so help me, mm-hmm. you know, waving the white flag. Yeah. And so my job as a coach or any coach's job is to bring them back to why they started in the first place. What's the mission? You know, what are you, what, what, what are you doing this for? Mm-hmm. And usually that conversation is where I can also ask the question, did you realize that there's more to work than just making money or more to work than just paying the bills or what we call resume virtues, what they're going to say about you at the end of life, things like that. And that allows to, to have the conversation about what truly is your mission? Who really owns your business? So then what what do they see the opportunities? What are they seeing as far as, you know, the results of learning about this integration? Well, um, we start them looking at all aspects of life. Um, mm. The integrated life plan that uh, I've been working on basically has um, three aspects. One is self-care, family and community, and stewardship. Right here on the wall. Divided, divided it into those three, uh, three things. And there's more details in each one of those. Sure. But... Uh, it has to start um, even prior to that is going to have to start with what's your mission, kind of going back to that again. Um, you know, what is your not just your business mission, which mm-hmm. us guys are really good at, but what is your personal mission? What is your family mission? And all those need to kind of integrate with each other. What's And that's the foundation of an integrated life mm-hmm. is knowing what your mission is, why you're supposed to do what you do. Molly Yoder, you brought us here. What's your question? You want to make sure Mike answers for us today. Yeah, Mike, I'd love for you to tell the listeners about a a success story from one of your strategic doers, somebody that maybe came in like we were talking about, that entrepreneur that's a little bit underwater Mm -hmm. and needed some help, and and how did you guys kind of walk beside him and help there? Um, Can I tell my story? (laughs) Yes, you can. (laughs) Because I am the original strategic doer. Um, I must be the guinea pig for this, and this is something that I've tried to – I've refined as – I've lived it myself, mm-hmm. um, and that started really uh, once my wife and I got married. When you, you know, if you want to find out how selfish you are, get married. If you want to really find out how selfish you are, have, have kids. children. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Yes. You know, when you start catching yourself saying those things about my time and my this and my, uh, you know, whatever, and so that's that's really a lot of what uh, started this concept. I'm just one of those fix-it guys. Um, when I was in restaurant business, when I worked in radio, different things, I was always the guy that they sent to fix things, train people and fix things and all that. And so to me, this was just no different. I'm going to fix this. Um, you know, that work-life balance, that time management, all those things that people say, I'm going to fix it. Let's let's see what we can do to fix this. So that's when I uh, started creating what is now what we call the integrated life plan and uh, putting these things together, thinking about all different aspects of life and how they can all integrate together. 
I, I just I want to hear it personal though. Okay, Mike. Who was Mike before Strategic Doers, and who's Mike afterwards? I mean, if we okay. called your wife, what's your wife's first name? Heather. All right, Heather. We get Heather on the line, and we say, Heather, <laughs> how has Mike's realization that he can be a strategic doer, how has that impacted him personally? How has it impacted your marriage? What's she going to tell us? Mm. Wow. Uh, well, I hope she'll be nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm, if you're married to her, yeah, she's pretty nice. I'm, I'm sure she will, yes, yes. Um. Well, we've grown together in this, uh, even being married, just the two of us before having kids. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, She works as a nurse practitioner as well, was working full-time, now part-time with the, the kids and all. And so it has been a journey, even for both of us, in having those conversations, different personality styles and things like that. Um, uh, so, yeah, I would say Mike was um, driven, an entrepreneur. Actually, when we, one of the first times we met, I was still in the cell phone business. It was New Year's Eve. I was on the phone at 8 o'clock trying to make the final deal to get my monthly bonus and my yearly bonus. And everybody else was having fun. And I was on the phone five hours from home at the beach talking back to my office in Lynchburg, Virginia, telling my employee who I was making stay till 8 o'clock New Year's Eve, get this done, give them whatever it takes, mm-hmm. give them free, you know, whatever, just make this deal, make this happen, and we're all going to be happy. And that was kind of my, my priority. Wow. Uh, at the time was was business. And so fast forward from that to I wouldn't dare do that, not just because my wife's with me and all, and, but, you know, she reminds me of that often. Mm-hmm. But uh, fast forward to today, that's not a priority. Um, you know, even when I work with business owners on a business plan, uh, it starts with people first, then excellence in operations, and finally stewardship, which is the making money, cash flow, sales, net profit. So give us some something that our listeners can take away today. You know, if they're thinking, you, what have you, maybe it's what have you seen people struggling with that you can really say, hey, stop and look at this today, um, just mm-hmm. to give them a little bit of encouragement in where they're at. Sure. Um, probably the biggest thing that business owners struggle with, Christ follower or not, but mm-hmm. especially Christ followers because of that, that extra uh, tension. Number one, the fact there's not t- enough time to get everything done, and then the um, the tension that the that us as, fo- as followers of Christ in the marketplace run into um, the uh, values, mm-hmm. you know, our values versus the values of the marketplace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so ethics are like water; they seep back and forth. So we need to make sure that ethics, everything is all together. Oh, wow. You're listening to I Work Room with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers, our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, I, I work, work for him. Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him Power Pod with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Want more? Hear the full broadcast at IWorkForHim.com. Stay connected and receive power pack content when you sign up for our blog at IWorkForHim.com or follow us on social media at IWorkForHim. And finally, if today's message inspired you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review helps launch more workplace missionaries across the nation. That's at iWorkForHim and online, iWorkForHim.com.